well, well, well. Best damn nation. What's going on, beautiful people? Best damn nation. I'm your host, Brian Renegade. Uh, and with me, I have the best damn crew. I got Mr. Everything, Victor Andrews. Yo, yo. Uh, and I also got the Don of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. My main man, LP, is in the building. Going out. Uh, man, we are the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. Uh, thank you, everybody, for watching. You could be anywhere in the world right now. You could be watching any kind of programming. But you ain't, you're right here with us with your boys. And so we appreciate that. And today is our 10th episode, fellas. Woo! Woo! Make some noise. <laughs> 10th episode, man. Uh, I'm super excited about this thing. Uh, it started off as a, as, a, as a dream and as a small topic. And uh, brought it to you fellas, man. And uh, you was like, you know, we might be interested in doing it. And now we're in our 10th episode. We're on uh, Facebook. We're on YouTube. Uh, we're on Twitch. Uh, we got a account on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we have a Patreon, and now, fellas, now we are on iHeartRadio. So all of the listeners that are listening in Radio Land, we appreciate you guys, uh, our heart, the iHeart family, um, and we're uh, expanding our uh, platforms, as you would say. Uh, so thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for supporting us. But I will be remiss. Not to mention this man right here. We got the chef in the building. Chef, showtime. What's good? What's good? What's happening, partner? What's happening? Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, it's good to see you guys. Uh, let me go around the room, man. See how everything's going. What's the everything? What's happening with you, partner? Nothing much. Nothing much, man. I'm chilling. Just finished cooking dinner right before the show started, and I'm hungry. Hungry, so <laughs> good. We all remember that one episode when you made a whole uh, Thanksgiving dinner during the during the podcast. Don't bring up old stuff, man. It's in the past. <laughs> oh man, we family. We family. LP, what's happening, my brother? Going on, man. Same old, same old, man. Just trying to make, trying to make a dollar. All right, I'm just trying to make a dollar out of fifteen cents. They used to say back in the day. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, we got the chef over there. Chef Showtime, what's happening with your partner? Same old, same old. Working kids football games. Working kids football games. Man, hopefully hopefully they win. You know what I'm saying? Ain't one worse than going to a football game and your child lose. That's a long ride home. You know what I'm saying? You only lost one game out of three. Okay. Oh, man. Well, hopefully uh, they beasting on the football field. Best damn nation. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, and you know what my favorite part of the whole damn show is. Uh, fellas, we got to go to it. It's Hot Topics. Man, uh, wrestling has been on fire lately. Uh, even if you're not a wrestling fan. Uh, you can enjoy some of the products, some of this talent novella, all of these good, juicy storylines that are going around the wrestling world. Uh, but I have to mention something that just happened on this Tuesday. Your boy, Solo Sokoa, had to relinquish his NXT North American Championship uh, all because they said it wasn't sanctioned. So, because he had to meet with Shawn Michaels. <laughs> 
Uh, and Carmelo Hayes was in the room, and Shawn Michaels was like, yeah, it's going to be hard to do. I've been there before. But now you have to give this back because it was an unsanctioned match. So now they're going to have a ladder match to determine the new NXT North American Championship. The bloodline has just lost a little bit of gold. Uh, we got to go to the genie of the best damn wrestling podcast. LP, what do you think about this news, sir? I, I, I personally think they did it because of fan backlash. I, I don't think I'm the only person that was just thought it was too early, whatever. I, and, you know, you probably like, they ain't going to listen to no fans. I just really feel like it was a reason more behind it. Either they about to try to give him something else, which I don't believe because he barely won uh, his last match. I I, we'll talk about that later on, but he barely won that match against Moss. So I'm, I'm not so I'm not sold on your boy uh, uh, Solo right now. I, 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 don't, I just don't think he ready. That's probably what he did. Oh, man, you don't think Solo ready. Uh, Mr. Everything, what you think about this whole uh, Solo Sakura giving back his belt. Uh, I said it once before, and I'm gonna say it again. If LP don't start giving us these daggone lotto numbers, it's gonna be a whole situation <laughs> up in here in the best damn nation, brother. Uh, um, I, I I I think it's it's a very interesting uh, plot to say the least. I'm very interested to see where they're gonna go with this. Um, I don't think he should have dropped it, but. It'd be interesting. I think it'd be a setup to the bloodline invading NXT. So we'll see what happens. Uh, you did mention that on last last podcast. Uh, so let's see uh, if that will happen. Um, I'm not sure if Chef is still on the line. Chef, you still there, brother? Uh, not, not, not really. It's okay. Yeah, uh, I'm, still here. I'm still here. Okay. All right, I see you got the bloodline uh, logo up and popping. What you think about uh, Solo Sokoa losing his belt, sir? Uh, they already knew that was going to happen because you know LP uh, do all those spoilers. You know, <laughs> ain't gonna see nothing about that. <laughs> We're gonna blame LP for that one. But you know, it's kind of cold how they took it from him. No, they could have let him do like a little run with it just for a little bit. Uh, I do like how they brought the belt to main roster and shine a little bit of light on the belt. Um, it, it really introduced a lot of new fans that haven't watched NXT to the North American Championship and let them know uh, what's going on. Uh, I hated to see it go, uh, but hopefully they have something better uh, for that storyline, something better for Solo Sokoa to do. Uh, we shall... See, fellas, we shall see about that. Um, but one thing I am excited about, which is uh, an NXT staple over the last couple of years. This year in Survivor Series, they will feature a War Games match. It's two. Two War Games matches. One for the women, one for the men. Uh, I think it's going to be very, very, very entertaining. I, will, I think that, to be honest with you, I think it might be a lot of uh, NXT call-ups uh, to be in this particular match because they're familiar with it. Uh, I'm not sure how that's going to go, but I am so excited about this match. Mr. Everything, what do you think about this new uh, Survivor Series War Games, uh, these matches going on? What do you think about that? I think it's going to be a mixture, like I said before, a mixture of Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, and they're going to do it inside War Games, which is going to make it very, very interesting. Um, 
I just started watching NXT again, so I'm not even sure who has the, you know, the stables and, and all these different things and the, the factions. So I don't know really know who would be the best ones to kind of go into this war games to battle some of the NXT, some of the Raw and SmackDown tag teams or factions or whatever. But it's gonna be interesting to see how they put it all together. Uh yeah, I'm I'm super excited about this. Uh, LP, uh, you, got any, you got any predictions, man? We got to come to Jenny real quick. You got some predictions of who's going to be in this match or who might win this match? No, nah, not until they show the, not until they say who's going to be in the match. Okay. Then, then not be able to, I'm going to tell you what I really want them to do, though. I don't know if y'all, I don't know, I'm, y'all should be old enough to remember. And I think it was, uh, I think it was uh, Starcade when they used to have the rings stacked on top of each other. What was, do you remember that? Mm-hmm. I would love for that to come back, but I know that may be a pipe dream. But I do like the multiple ring thing, but I, I think if they bring that back, somebody bring it back. I think that's going to be crazy. I don't know if they're going to bring it back or AEW, but I think somebody eventually going to pull that out of the out of the archive. That would have been crazy. Yeah, man. Um, I just want to see the carnage. <laughs> I want to see how it's going to be set up. I want to see the carnage that possibly happens during this match. Uh, Chef, are you excited about this uh, this uh, this match, this War Games match? Very much. I'm just trying to see who's going to be in it at first. It should be a banger for the ages. Because I got a feeling people going to get hurt. <laughs> yeah. They need uh, blood. They need to be bloody. If it ain't no blood, it's, it's, it's not going to be good. If it ain't no blood. All right, so... Let's let's go around to see. I want to see who you guys want to be in this war games match. Uh, do you have uh, a particular person that you would love to see in this particular match? Uh, let's go with LP. Uh, y'all can help me out on this. Traditionally, how many people is in it? Like a team? Uh, it's eight. It's usually four on four. Well, if it's four on four, if they do all three for SmackDown, it should be the bloodline. Period. That, that should be that should be a group by itself because they're supposedly the most dominant faction. So you know they need to have a, a real faction in there. Uh, from Raw, Raw don't really have no factions unless I'm missing somebody. Judgment Day. Yeah, but I don't think Judgment Day ready for that. I don't think because I think Judgment Day that means you can put Rhea in there, and you're gonna put Rhea not gonna get in there with all them guys. They would have they would have to have her for the female match. So I would probably say for Raw, Matt Riddle, Seth Rollins, even though they don't get along, but they would probably put them put them make them fight together. Uh, Bobby Lashley and uh, Austin Theory. Because Raw, Raw team is gonna have to be mixed, like. I don't. I don't see. I see Raw team being mixed with people that don't like each other to give it a little bit more drama. NXT. I don't know. I don't watch NXT enough to, to throw their names out. Um, I think if they if they did NXT, I'm trying to think who will be on that NXT team. You will have to do stars, right? So I would probably believe if I had to pick a team from NXT to be uh, either in the Survivor Series or the War Games match, I think I would go Brian Breaker. Uh, I will go Carmelo Hayes. Um, 
this is where it gets tricky because NXT has a lot of people. But if you're talking about like breakout stars, ah oh, man, uh, ooh, it just got real tough. I'll probably do Grayson Waller. I like Grayson Waller, and um, you need somebody, somebody else with power, maybe Von Wagner uh, or Apollo Crews. I probably would do those four on the team because uh, Raw and SmackDown got some heavy hitters, man. And I'm I'm so interested to see who would tag. To go against each other, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be a bloodbath, uh, what, whatever happens. But uh, I definitely want to see Seth in the match. I definitely would love to see Bobby in this match, this type of match. I don't know. You have to, it's going to be carnage. I tell you that much. Uh, Mr. Everything, how do you think uh, this will compare to the other SummerSlams uh, with this War Game match being added on to it? You mean Survivor Series? Um... Yeah, Survivor Series, yeah. It, it's definitely going to elevate it. I mean, like I say, it, it brings all the brands onto one show, and it, right. and it, uh, it showcases the talents. Um, so we very interested to see how they put this together. I think it's in traditionally it's four on four, so in order to include all the brands, you would have to probably do three on three on three. And if you did that, then you want to pull Imperials from SmackDown. Uh, let's say if we don't do Judgment Day, let's say if we get the band back together and bring in um, uh, LP's boys, um, her business, yes, yeah, so her business, um, and from NXT, I I haven't watched long enough to know <laughs> to even even pick a, a group from NXT, so. I don't right. even know who's there anymore, but we'll see what happens. I think uh, the women, I think the women's going to steal the show, though. Oh, I, oh, most definitely. Um, when it comes to this type of, of, well, if we have brand versus brand, right? What if we did all champ, all the all the champions, women's champions? So you might have the possibility of seeing Mandrose versus Bianca Belair. Versus Liv Morgan. I don't know what that's <laughs> that didn't even sound right coming out of my mouth. Uh I hope they're around the wiz at extreme rules so that uh she can she can add some uh, some real competition. Uh I don't even want Ronda in, in there. No. You don't want Ronda in there? Ronda and Bianca? You don't want to see Ronda and Bianca? No, no, that's boring. Mm-hmm. That's okay. a, that's a, that's the type of match that Ronda can really prove she belongs. Like you not, I'm not necessarily saying the four and four. I'm trying. I'd rather have them do the group just like everybody else. But yeah. I think Ronda can actually shine because she's never been in that kind of environment. Just you know, and it's be a cage. It's a steel cage, you know. Uh, I'm excited about that. So uh, we shall see. Um, on the hot topics list, I probably should have mentioned this one first because it's really blowing the whole social media world apart. Your boy. And we talk, man, it seems like every time we talk about something, it happens the next week. But your boy, Logan Paul, is challenging the tribal chief, Roman <laughs> Reigns, for the belt. The genie strikes again, damn it. Listen. <laughs> You were right again, LP. Uh, man, um, I don't, I, I don't know if I want to see this or not, but it's happening, whether you want to or not. 
let me get some insight. LP, how do you feel about this match, man? I know you mentioned it, but uh, you called it before it even happened. So what, what do you think about this match? I got a few different thoughts. One, there's no way Logan Paul is going to win this match. Like, there's no way in the hell he's going to win this match. But if he loses this match and he puts on a great show, and as I said before, if they don't get the rock for WrestleMania, he'll mess around and try to get back into the WrestleMania picture. And I'm going to tell you why. Just like you said, Logan Paul is, is box office. Whether you like it or not, you put look at everybody's talking about it, where they're pumping it. But Logan Paul is box office on bringing outside people in. Like true wrestling fans, if you really go back and watch SmackDown, when he came out, it won't no pop. Sami Zayn got a bigger pop when he got in the ring. <laughs> like wrestling fans don't give a damn about him. They but it's about business. Logan Paul said it himself when he was talking to Paul Heyman. He said, You're a promoter. You know what this is. Like mm -hmm. box office, for whatever reason, I have no freaking idea. But dude, it dude has been good in the ring. He's, I think he's proven himself in his matches. He, I mean, he surprised me. I think he surprised everybody. He's better than damn Dominique. <laughs> I'm sorry, he's better than Dominique Mysterio. I'm sorry, he is. But uh, I think I think this is only a seed planet for later on. This is not really. This is this is this is this is a seed planet in case the rock falls through for WrestleMania. We keep mentioning WrestleMania, but have we forgotten about Cody Rhodes already? Absolutely not. I still think Cody Rhodes will come back at the Royal Rumble and win the Royal Rumble. And if the if the Rock versus Roman does not happen, I believe that we might have Cody Rhodes versus the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns. Uh, who's the, I'm here for that. Man. Who's the Let's let's be honest. Let's everybody be honest. Who will bring more eyes? Cody. Now I like Cody. I've been with Cody since he was around the paper bag and all that stuff back in the day. <laughs> Cody made a name for itself at AEW. And people like Cody. But is Cody really a draw like that? Let's be honest. I'm just I'm asking everybody. Yes or no? Cody, to, be, yeah. Cody. to be honest, yeah. If he do a re appearance at Royal Rumble and win, yeah. I don't, I, don't even, I don't even think he needs to win Royal Rumble. I think he just needs to build up with good, really good promos. Yeah. I think he just needs really promos good promos. Really cool. Promos yeah. himself will build it up big enough. He needs the Royal Rumble at least. I'm tired of people getting thrown in matches just because they want to. I'm, I'm still waiting for Kofi to get his rematch. <laughs> <laughs> but here's, here's yeah. the thing. I think the fans are going to really crap on it if he does win the Royal Rumble because it's going to be like, oh, you're feeding, you're making us want to watch this match. If you just build it up with just promos, I think it, it'll be more of a, oh, snap. I didn't, I don't, I didn't really see this coming. So the thing about it, when Drew McIntyre won the Royal Rumble, nobody really cared because it happened the year after they thought he was supposed to have won it. Same thing with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. They they dropped the ball with Shinsuke after he won it. So it was like, you know, if Cody, he's back, you know, he'll do the Royal Rumble after coming back a year later. The fans are going to be like, so what? He's already back. If he came back during Royal Rumble this year, 
and won it, then now he got the big pop. But it's not going to happen with this one. And it matters how long he'll be gone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that the fans have forgotten about Cody. I just think that, you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of new signings. It's a lot of call-ups. It's a lot happening all at, at one time. Uh, and everybody's vowing. Everybody's trying to fight for that type that top spot uh, that Roman has. But Roman is far beyond everybody. I don't see anybody really closing that gap, man. And I'm not. And I'm not. I'm just talking about just the, the ratings boost and the and the, uh, the house uh, being packed out when whenever Roman's there. The anticipation uh, of Roman being in the building. It's a lot more electricity in the air than when he's not. So I have to say that you know it's going it's going to take somebody to kind of to kind of get up there or knock Roman down a couple of pegs uh, to be able to to win that championship. And I don't see anybody right now taking it off of. You know they got they got to build that star up. And if you're going to be completely honest, who has a star that's just the same or if not bigger than Roman Reigns? I'm gonna go to LP for that because that's a, that's a, that's a you question. Since you want to do a whole rant on your tribal chief all last week, uh, who do you see that has a big enough star that could take that belt away from Roman? I mean, we we all know there there's not one right now, but that's only because they they writing it like that. I mean, let's let's just be honest. Is Roman is Roman is Roman the best thing ever? Is this is the same Roman. This Roman still wrestles the same way he wrestled before. He's not doing nothing new, not nothing, anything different. Roman just got that push because, I mean, this is the best he's ever been. But what is Roman doing different now than he did when Brock was beating him every week or when he won the belt before when he was fighting Seth? Wrestling-wise, he's the same Roman. They just build, they, they have built him so high up that they built him too high up. You can build your star high. But they don't they don't build him up too high. Now look at all the stars. Even your boy Seth freaking Rollins is not is not where he should be. Seth should be right up there with he should be right there with Roman right now. But they 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 had him and they, they got him here. And y'all left Roman up there. There is no star. They ain't even a they, they probably ain't even a star in AEW that I can say could come over there and be like that because that's the way they built them. Now, why imagine this. Huh? Go ahead. I'm just saying, why, why everybody cheer it? And because it sounds good and it's cool, but it's really hurting the business to me personally because y'all building this man to be wrestling Jesus. <laughs> and now, he's not. He's the same guy. Now, imagine this. You said Roman is way up here, right? And everybody else is kind of right there, kind of borderline. Now, imagine the person that beats Roman and how much of a skyrocket his career is going to go. So it's good that you have somebody built up so high because when someone from here comes in and takes that, that on that spot, it's going to skyrocket them even higher. Now, here's the pressure. Here's the pressure. Are you going to be able to sustain that spot? Yeah. That's what happened with Roman. Roman was here and had somebody up here to for him to go and take that spot. He took it. He skyrocketed, and now he's where he need to be, and he's been sustaining it. Now you got to find somebody that's going to be able to do the same. Who did who did he surpass? You my Cena, Cena, and and Cena and Brock, and Brock, Cena and Brock. 
They were up here. They both was up there. But neither one of them has been pushed. Let's be honest. Nobody has been pushed like Roman has been pushed. Can we all agree on that? No. In the last uh, oh, oh, man. Last John Cena had a, had a crazy push, bro. He, he had pushed every time he came. Last year, I mean, I'm talking about Cena. Yeah, Cena back in the day, but near when Cena left and back, left and back. Roman, when Cena left. Roman became that guy. There's no the thing. When when Cena leaves to go do movies, Roman has left possibly for health conditions or family things. So we got to take into consideration those type of things. Cena left. He went and do movies. He came back. He said, "You know what? I'm gonna do a little wrestling, and I'm gonna go back and go leave again." Roman Reigns is playing his character. Roman's like, yo, I don't even have to be here every day. I come in, <laughs> I run through everybody, and I go home. When I, come, when, I come, when I come, when I feel. And that's his thing. That's the thing that, that he's doing exactly what he needs to do. He's, he's drawing your emotion. He's making you hate him. And he's making you acknowledge. Whether you want to acknowledge him as the tribal chief, you acknowledge no. him every single episode. <laughs> you just don't like him. <laughs> you don't got a choice. Look, when Brock did that, everybody was mad. Brock don't want to wrestle. Brock don't want to show up. What's the difference? Brock because was doing you. Brock was balancing between UFC and WWE. That's what. Even before that, though, there's still people that said Brock didn't want to fight. Roman doing the exact same thing. It's, just, it's the way they shape the they, it's the way they shape Roman versus the way they shape Brock. And yeah. that's the big thing. If you was getting paid five million a year to make twelve appearances, hey, hey, hey not now. Hey, <laughs> you ain't got to say. You ain't got to say a word to me. I'm calling in today. Listen, hey, I wish I could wait, make five million for twelve appearances. What do you want me to show up at? Oh, you want me to on President's Day? All right, no problem. It's true. All right, I no problem. I got it anyway. <laughs> All right, let's see what. Uh, go ahead, Chef. You, you guys haven't noticed a little push they've been putting behind the elephant in the room, Braun Strowman. He let they letting him go to every show and decimate everybody in the ring. They well, let's, let's go. Let's go to the to the uh, to the best damn nation, man. Because we got some uh, we got some comments, some questions. Uh, Marcus Cofield. I don't know if you guys talked about uh, what they are doing with Karrion Cross and Braun Strowman yet. Uh, no, we have not. I don't really see a direction in which. They're going with those two characters. Uh, Braun is just going to destroy people until it's his time to face Roman and Karrion Cross is just out there being creepy, uh, choking out people with his wife, making them faces. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, They're going to make Braun beat Roman. No way. Beat the Chief. No I way. I don't, I don't know, man. Braun, like I said, you got to have a big star in order to compete. You know, physically... He looks good on paper, but he's not a bigger star than Roman Reigns. He still no. got to have some banger matches in order for him to have that that interaction. Um, go ahead, Chef. What were you about to say? Now I'm just thinking. I'm me thinking like they have Braun beat Roman. Then at the WrestleMania, they're gonna have him take the belt back. Then you gonna have the Rock show his little appearance because it's Hollywood. Ain't gonna have him challenging for the belt. Don't you know, nobody want to see that. And and the Rock does not want to fight Braun Strowman with his first match back. No, hey, I'm saying, no. <laughs> I said it's gonna be a rematch between Roman and Braun at WrestleMania. Then what happens? Um, Roman gonna win. Then that's when the Rock gonna show his appearance. 
and challenging for the belt for the head of the table. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think Braun <laughs> is that dude, man. And I'm a Braun Strowman fan. I don't Never. think Braun or Karrion Cross are those dudes to do that. No. Um, Watch. I have a pretty, I have a pretty interesting comment. Uh, it's from Sherilyn Guthrie. She says, uh, "Just maybe, Sammy has a plan <laughs> to attack at the right time." And then she also said, uh, "Why did he join the bloodline? No one would see Sammy Zayn coming." Um, <laughs> no way, Jimmy. Sammy, Sammy's in place for one reason, and I said that last week. For KO, once KO get that money in the bank, I don't want to hear nothing. That is where that is the only reason why Sammy, Sammy is this is Sammy is getting cheered. He is getting some major pops. He is getting some major pops. That's he but, unless he gonna get Roman Roman some poison, it's no way in the <laughs> head he gonna take the belt. Oh, he's going to poison your tribal teeth. Oh, man. Uh, kings have went out all different types of ways. Maybe Sami Zayn is that poison to take down the tribal chief uh, at the right time. You got to be, Sami is a crafty wrestler, man. You got to gotta be on the eye uh, to watch out for Sami Zayn. Uh, speaking of on the watch out for Sami Zayn, do, do you guys check out the interactions between Sami and Jey Uso? That is the funniest thing to me, bro. Like, she, Jay really hates Sammy. And you can tell his character hates Sammy. I think he likes him in real life. But his character really don't trust and hates Sammy Zane. That adds some type of humor uh, every time I watch it because Jay, Jay's just, he just hates Sammy. Everybody else is cool with Sammy except Jay. Chef, what do you think about Jay's uh, interaction with Sammy Zane? I love it because it looks like Jay knows. Sammy's up to something, and everybody else don't see it. That's yeah. what I love about it because Sammy's playing that no. real good, <laughs> real What's good. That, baby? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What was that? <laughs> yeah, he played a real good character right now, and Jay knows what he's about to do. And when it happens, Jay gonna be saying, "I told you guys." Yeah, I, I can kind of, I can kind of see that happening, man. Uh, Jay. <laughs> Jay, Jay is one of them hood dudes, man. He don't trust nobody, bro. He don't trust nobody, especially coming to the family. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see how that pans out. I love that that storyline and that the little inside storylines inside the storyline. You know what I mean? Uh, I love that from from Jay. Uh, let's go on to the next hot topic, man. We got to talk about your boy Tony Khan. Uh, if you guys don't know who Tony Khan is, Tony Khan uh, runs AEW. Um, and Tony Khan has some interesting things to say as of late. Uh, I'm not going to quote because uh, I have it, but I'm just paraphrasing. Paraphrasing. Ooh, let me put some moisture on my lips real quick. I'm paraphrasing uh, what Tony Khan said. Uh, Tony Khan said, uh, we run great shows on the Northeast, uh, which is the real crown jewel. Um, it's real crown jewel wrestling market. Uh, not some BS overseas in Saudi Arabia. What he was referring to was the Northeast market for wrestling, right? You have uh, New York, um, Philadelphia, uh, Boston, and also uh, a lot of the South. 
Um, you also have North Carolina is a huge wrestling state. Florida is a huge wrestling state um, and, and some other places. But the Northeast has really been showing AEW a lot of love. They have some very rambitious fans, and it really plays well. I'm not sure how they'll, they'll be received in other markets. They were received really well in North Carolina and Greensboro. I believe they, were, uh, they had a show. Um, but their main meat and potatoes is that Northeast region. Which they're really, uh, which they're really pushing home, and he threw a little bit of shade to the WWE and said the real crown jewel, the real wrestling market, is in the Northeast and not overseas. Uh, let me get your thoughts on these comments by Tony Khan. Let's go with Mr. Everything. I mean, you already know why. I mean, if you guys haven't been really following, you should know why they're making so much. Uh, I guess success in the northeast is because most of the guys come from ring of honor okay well over over half a year's process ring of honor and where's ring of honor from philly area so yeah you're gonna get a lot of uh of uh i guess fan interaction and following because most of the fans are from are in that area so that's the only thing about that yeah, LP, what do you uh what do you think about Tony Khan's uh shots shots at the WWE uh and, and their uh promotions? Uh I'm I'm not really a big fan of all that back and forth because I just really feel like y'all need to focus on what y'all got going on. No matter what AEW does, it's never gonna overtake WWE. We all know that. So only thing AEW, it's kind of like Marvel versus DC. DC can nothing DC can do in movie wise will ever catch what Marvel has done. So instead of trying to force a Justice League movie on us and rush, just worry about your lane and worry about it over there. I mean, I, I get taking shots. Triple H took a shot at him when he said, "Oh, they beat our developmental or uh, whatever," even though it wasn't developmental at the time. So you know, Triple H be taking shots. Even um, what was it? He told he told Billy Gunn that time he was like. We'll buy that piss ant company and fire you too. When he told Billy Gunn that in that time, <laughs> so they be throwing shots. I mean, I get it. Don't don't let everybody throw shots at y'all too. But I really want AEW to focus on what they got going on. That way, AEW can stay around and keep competition because WWE needs competition. WWE is getting better now because they got competition. If AEW was never there, WWE was not worried about Ring of Honor. WWE was not worried about New Japan. It was not. It was no threat to them here until AEW came about. So they had to step the game up. So on that part, I do like. But you know, this this focus on focus on the the rest. Yeah, uh, Chef, uh, are you familiar with uh, the Northeast uh, market in wrestling? And how do you feel uh, Tony will better his product if he starts moving more around? Uh, the United States and putting on shows. I really don't watch AEW like that. So I, I don't know. I, <laughs> nothing better than WWF or SmackDown or Raw. <laughs> I'm stick with them. <laughs> okay. Uh, we got a we got a comment just for Chef to say Chef was looking fresh and now he gone. What's cooking? <laughs> uh, we're gonna get into that segment a little bit later and see what chef got on his pot but right now we gotta go to the wrestling expert and there's been a lot of matches that's been happening this week but we gotta ask mr everything what was your 
match of the week. All right, so like uh, Mr. Renegade said, there's been a lot of wrestling going on this past week, a lot of independent wrestling. We're going to get into some independent wrestling really soon. So I'm going to grab some guys and see what shows they had going on, see what matches. But as I stated before, I started watching NXT again, and I'm mad at you guys. Why is that, sir? Y'all didn't tell me about uh, uh, Frazier and, and, and Axiom. Who are these guys? Oh. Where did they come from? And why can't I get matches like that? That match from two weeks ago, uh, NXT, amazing. Amazing. This best of five series that they got going on, I'm, I'm invested. And from the first match, I, I want to see what happens after that. Uh, and let's not also forget about KO and Austin Theory. These two gentlemen, and KO is really elevating Austin Theory and it's making you believe that Austin Theory is a main event competitor. However, that remains to be seen when he gets in that main event uh, spotlight. Because like everybody always says, it looks good and it sounds good until you get in that ring and you hear that crowd and you know everything is on you and all that pressure start hitting you and you're like... I don't think I could take it. So it, was, it, it remains to be seen. So I, my my best damn matches of the week are those four gentlemen. Uh, yeah, I just I just got finished watching. I, I believe it's the best of three, um, best of three series. Um, and I just saw the last one. I didn't catch the first two, but you were all right, sir. Uh, they were tearing it up in the ring, man. And uh, I was I was so amazed at just the technical prowess of powerless of both of those uh competitors man they, they put on some banger matches uh i will be excited to see I, I love these smaller faster wrestlers i think that nxt is is really having a variety of different types of wrestlers and different types of matches so i like how they're pairing up uh a lot of the uh the, the cards uh that they have but that uh that match if you hadn't had a chance to go watch it uh go watch that on nxt um you will be pleasantly uh, surprised, and you will enjoy that match. LP, like going on, uh, sir. So we have to come to LP and ask him what was your best damn wrestling moment. All right. Well, I think what um I actually was kind of disappointed in both shows. I thought I thought SmackDown and Raw. I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak on SmackDown and Raw. I think it was all right. I don't think neither one of the shows would like stand out. But on Raw, there was something I said before that was a great moment for me because it made me write once again as my girl Bailey told Bianca that she is about to go for that title. Um, now, do I think Bianca is gonna lose that title? Uh, I I want to say no, but they don't have nothing going on for Bianca. Like they have zero going on for Bianca right now. Becky gone, and wherever Charlotte comes back or where she's gonna fall, this is all they got. So if she loses the belt, maybe she can win it back or blah blah blah. But I I, I don't know. I, I don't think she's gonna lose it. But I knew they were headed this way. Um, it. I, I think they headed that way, and they also trying to Alexa Bliss is about to go heel, and whatever heel she gonna be, I don't know. I don't know if she going back to that dumb doll or whatever that mess is. But I think she's I think she's headed back 
to being a heel. I just don't know exactly uh, what they're going to do. But I definitely feel like Alexa will be play a part in making Bianca lose her belt to Bailey. Um, I definitely think that Bianca is about to lose her belt. Uh, I, I love Bianca Belair as a champion. I think she's very strong. Uh, I think she carries it well. Uh, she's marketable. Everything that you would want out of a champion, Bianca Belair, is there. The problem is, it's getting stale. Um, it's a couple of times where I forgot who the champion on Raw was. <laughs> you know, just to be real with you. Um, because she really doesn't have any really good storylines going on. Um, I just read a comment from the Best Damn Nation. They said, what the hell are they doing with Bianca? It's a horrible combo with Alexa Bliss and Oscar. I agree with that. I don't like them together. I want to see uh, Oscar compete more because Oscar is a real threat. Um, they have Alexa there, and they—I I will say—they let Alexa. And we talked about her last podcast. They let Alexa shine this past Monday. They showed a whole vignette and everything about Alexa. They—they uh, they gave a little bit of clues that she might be doing a little character change. We'll see. I think she should get away from what she's doing currently now, just holding the doll, walking around. I know they're selling, selling merchandise, but I want to see the old competitor of Alexa back. And when she dropped her heel, dark heel character, it made her super weak. I don't know what. She was strong as that character at first, and they dropped the ball by not giving her the title when she had the, the whole dark witch kind of thing going on. Um they should have gave her the belt then, and she would have carried it because she was doing really, really well. And if you guys remember, hell, during the time when she was that that heel character, she was carrying storylines with Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. She Come carried on. Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt for a couple of months once, once Bray uh, kind of disappeared a little bit, and then they had a little thing going on with Randy. Man, she was she was on her game. I don't know what they're doing with her now. She looks super weak, and I hope they do put her back in that uh, that contention for the belt. But I do want to see more competition with the women. I don't like all this buddy buddy. Let's be friends. Hey, I'm gonna help you out. Now I don't want to see that. I want to see somebody get their teeth knocked out. Uh, the women's division <laughs> is very competitive right now. I I just want to see more from the whole thing, Chef. Hey, I think I think they're gonna turn Bianca heel. You think they're gonna turn Bianca heel? What is? It? Let me ask you. That's a good. That's a good uh, transition. What do you guys think a heel Bianca would look like? I think she'd be more violent, more uh, vicious than what she is now. Okay, Mister Everything. How do you think uh, a babyface, a uber babyface character like Bianca Belair could get over as? A heel. Uh, I mean, pretty much the the fact that she got to keep watching her back and not trusting anybody and not knowing who's who and what's what, that would push her over the edge and just having the pressure. Like every time she she gets to a point where she's comfortable, mm -hmm. someone comes and takes the belt from her, or someone's like chasing after her about something. So I think that would would be the transition of I don't know who to trust. I'm just gonna be. I'm just gonna trust me, and if it hurts your feelings, I don't care. Because at the end of the day, this is my title. I gotta hold it, or that was my championship, and I gotta get it back. So I think if they do that, then um, 
but you gotta you gotta change if you change bianca you gotta change a lot about her you gotta change you gotta take the ponytail off uh let her go with her own hair i'm, I'm serious like it's gonna be like a, a a drastic change for her and that's the only way you're gonna really get her to to get over like that i will i, will, I keep the ponytail because you can I will keep that. the ponytail yeah, you can use it as a weapon. That's a little cheap move, like talk about on the ropes or something. Yeah, but Blue, why I think she probably won't go here. Do we really want to see the angry black female wrestler in WWE? <laughs> do yes. we really want to see yes, that? We do. Yes. We're, yes. we're already <laughs> going to get that with Naomi <laughs> and Sasha. So do we want to see another Jazz, another Jacqueline, another uh I forgot the other black every black woman who has been in WWE. Has been the angry black woman. Let, tell me, I'm like, tell me one that won't. I'll wait. There ain't none. Everyone, they, they all been, uh, they all uh, been. What's her name? Uh, uh, she was Naomi's partner. A Adriana, is Cameron. that her name? Cameron. Cap is it Cameron? Cameron. Yeah, Cameron. The fact that you got to think about it, it don't matter. That that means that Bianca for a little bit. Bianca needs to stay a face because, like, number one, number one, she's she's over as a face. Look at Becky. People, Becky, Becky was not as good as a heel as people thought she would have been. I thought Becky was, I, I, and I like heels. I'm a heel kind of person. I like everybody to be bad. But was Becky better as a face or a heel? Becky, I think Becky was better as a face. I, I don't think every wrestler can. Look, some wrestlers can do both, and some wrestlers can't. Like Baron Corbin can never be a, a a freaking face. He would it wouldn't even work. He's a heel type character. Mm -hmm. Becky to me is better when she big time Bex. Come on, they tried and they and they people will not boo her. They still won't boo her. They, they tried trying. and they succeeded with big time Bex. If you remember, Becky was was the hottest and strongest on the roster when she came back. Um. And and they pushed her, and she was she was almost going to the Roman Reigns stratosphere, and then she kind of got brought back down to earth. Um, but she was getting up there in the God mode thing with the man character. The man character was up big time. Bex was over, uh, and she was she was she was smashing everybody on promos. I mean, she was the best thing. She was the thing. She was the best thing smoking at that time. Even as she want to heal though, she was she was kind of like the Undertaker. The Undertaker, the Undertaker would be the Undertaker. Like I'm not heel or face. Right. I'm the Undertaker, and that's how Becky was. Yeah, you you know what? You're right. There there are certain characters who have a a, a neutral kind of kind of playing field, and uh, they're not good. They're not bad. They're just well. That's that's the Romans old thing. I'm not the I'm not uh, a good guy. I'm not a bad guy. I'm just the guy. So. There's only a, a certain amount of wrestlers who are right on that cusp of being uh, either a, a uber baby face or uh, uh, the worst heel on earth. Um, and I, I, it's only it's only so many people that does that. I think Roman did that for a long time. Uh, it's a couple of more wrestlers, but um, I still think one of the best heels in the business that don't get his due is Baron Corbin. You mentioned it. Baron Corbin is hated everywhere. <laughs> I don't, I don't care what Barry Corbin is one of the best heels in the company. And I don't think he gets that recognition. Um Randy because Orton. He, Randy Orton. Randy Orton is good, but people still love Randy Orton. People hate Baron Corbin. 
Oh, okay. I've never heard of a Baron Corbin fan. I'm a Baron Corbin fan because I like the things Baron Corbin does in the ring. I like his, uh, he's a, he's a great talker. He's a big guy. He's believable. If you guys remember, the last time that Roman Reigns was pinned was by Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin was the last person to pin Roman Reigns two years ago. Mm, I didn't know that. Me either. Baron Corbin was the last person to pin Roman Reigns. That's a story line. They had the whole storyline going on story when right Roman there. got take to he got tied to the uh, the ring post and he ducked dog food all over him. That's a storyline right there. They could be going with. They could, but they're not gonna give Baron Corbin that belt. Uh, uh, huh? Oh no! I, to be honest, I think Roman is gonna retire or take his break and just relinquish the belts. Ain't nobody gonna beat him for the belts. If you really want to be honest, honest, ain't nobody gonna beat him for the belts. He gonna he, he gonna he gonna relinquish the belts and then he gonna leave, and then they gonna <laughs> split both of the belts back up. I wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't be because he still leaves off, off on top. He still has that guy moment. And then when he comes back, it's gonna be. Pandemonium. Uh, his star is going to be big. He's going to be a legend at that time when he comes back. So I wouldn't be mad at that. I don't even want you right. I wouldn't be mad if he didn't lose it all. If he's just like, you know what, I'm just going to retire at the top of my game. I mean, that that would be a great thing to see. Uh, just speaking. All right. So, fellas, uh, we've been talking a lot, uh, but I have to give. One of our members, a little time and space, just a little bit extra. The same tone hit mine before the whole world blows up. Uh, <laughs> we got to go and have a little conversation with your boy up Pete. Uh Pete, it's time, sir, for a little tough talk. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! All right, I'm going to keep it simple today. And I think you all will agree with what I'm about to say. It is time for the WWE to write better storylines for all their wrestlers and stop throwing people in the matches. I've talked about Roman enough, so of course I'm going to talk about him one more time. <laughs> but, it's not, but it's not necessarily Roman. It's the fact that Roman, and we, even though I said it, Roman and Logan Paul. Logan Paul has no business fighting for a bill. If they wanted to have him fight Roman, that's fine. Have him fight. But for the belt, when you got a ton of your wrestlers who deserve some kind of shot, Barry Corbin right there, win or lose, give him a shot. You're going to give this YouTube, Facebook, Instagram live kid a damn shot at the title, knowing that he's not going to win. But still, y'all giving this man a press conference. Y'all are pushing it. The fans they ain't even popping for it because y'all want some TikTok followers or whatever whatever WWE want to do. WWE is horrible when it comes to writing up storylines. And that is that is my biggest gripe throughout the years. Like, I give you a perfect example. The when Kofi got squashed and he lost his belt. That's fine. He got squashed, he lost his belt. We all knew it. Who was the next person that got to fight Kofi for that belt? Y'all remember? Who was the next person that got to fight Kofi? Who was the next person that fought Brock for the belt? Right after Kofi lost. Roman. 
Y'all don't remember? I don't remember that. Um, oh, no, remember. Huh? No, 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 no. If I'm not, it was, uh, what's his name? Uh, the UFC guy. Uh, Kane Velasquez, or whatever his damn name yeah. is. Kane Velasquez, yeah. Ooh. I forgot about that. Who never had a damn match show up and got a title shot? Nah, cause at least you them, huh? They did Kane because Kane knocked out Brock Lesnar. Yeah. That was in UFC. Who cared? Brock Lesnar got knocked out by a couple people over there at UFC. Let's be honest. <laughs> but but he got, it was the most got recent beaten. one. He got a beat by way, Kane. Either way. Recent one, that's how, do y'all, how do y'all let these outside people come in and get these shots when y'all got plenty of people on your roster that deserve shots? And and that, that's, that's the worst part of everything. Let's say, crazy enough, the world will probably explode if Logan Paul <laughs> won those damn titles, just imagine. I'll stop but watching this To be perfectly honest, if the tribal chief is the guy you guys say he is, this should be a squash match. But I bet you it won't be a squash match. Logan Paul can brag that Floyd Mayweather could knock me out. Y'all know damn well Floyd Mayweather could have knocked his ass out in the first round if he wanted to. But it was all for the money, all for the entertainment. Roman is going to let this kid give him a 20 or 30-minute match. No. If he have a 30 or 20-minute match against Logan Paul, don't y'all ever say that Roman is one of the greatest of all time. <laughs> if that was Brock, Brock would kill that kid in two minutes. So if Roman does not want I don't never want y'all to say this guy is the top dog. Is the damn dog. I, I I I side with you with that. I side with you with that. If, if that doesn't happen, I, I'll be I'll be on the LP team. What? And one more thing, Roman should Roman don't need no help. He don't need no damn body to help him beat Logan Paul. He don't need a damn Usos. Everybody need to be backstage, even Paul Heyman. I got this. <laughs> you and, beat, and beat him down. <laughs> you know they're gonna make it a, a match just for the money. They have to make it a match just for the money. Right, right. Just like I said, and what Logan Paul gonna do? All right, the tribal chief, he barely beat me. Stop throwing people in the matches that don't that don't earn it, man. Give these other guys who are chopping at the bits. Wait, wait until Bad Bunny get there. You really gonna be mad? <laughs> no, wait till his brother come in to help him. Bad Bad Bunny was good, but bad, I, I don't think Bad Bunny was that daggone good. That's why I think they didn't push. But I don't know. His, yeah, his brother might show up and, and win the bill. Well, but I'm... <laughs> oh, man, don't say that. Oh, well, that was another segment of Tough Talk with your boy LP. Uh, Man, that was a, that was so tough. We had we had to interject in your talk talk, talk today, sir. <laughs> <laughs> we usually just let you have your segment, but no, we, we couldn't let you have that today. Not today. Now you saying the, the stuff you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, I think that this this Logan Paul and Roman Reigns fight is, like I said, it's definitely a money draw. Uh, I don't want to see it, but it's kind of like a car crash. You don't want to see it, but you're gonna you're gonna look to see what happened. You know what I'm saying? Um, man, let that breathe a little bit, fellas. Let that breathe. <laughs> well, do you agree um, it should be a squash match? 
I think it, I think it should be a squash match. I, I want him to get off like one or two moves, but I want it to be a squash match. I want I want him to be like, you know what? This is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want him to be like, I got to go back to the drawing board and fight somebody somebody that's not as tough as Roman Reigns. I want him to be like that. I want him to acknowledge the sport. You know what Thanks. I'm saying? I want him to acknowledge the sport and I want him to really I want him to get beat up so bad that he got bruises and stuff all over his body. He got short on social media. And let all of his fans know that wrestling, although it is a scripted, it can get real. Nah, it's going to be something like they did like Liv Morgan. They don't give him a fighting chance because uh, because no, everybody know Ronda Rousey should have beat the hell out of Liv Morgan. Let's not talk about Baszler should have beat the hell out of Liv Morgan. <laughs> let's not let's not talk about that. You know, hopefully, hopefully, Ronda, had, you know, kind of makes up uh, on the next on the next uh, pay per view. Ronda gonna squash. It ain't no way they're gonna. She gonna squash. She gonna go out of character and whoop that girl bad. Yeah, because she's trying to I hope it happens. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, and like I said, I like Liv as the champion. Uh, the brothers of the best damn wrestling podcast do not feel that way. Uh, <laughs> uh, they are ready to see Liv drop that belt to a real champion. But, you know, she has been trying to prove herself. Uh, I'm not mad, completely mad at Liv. I just want a better champion on SmackDown. So that's just me. You know what I'm saying? That's just me. Uh, well, fellas, uh, I'm not sure if everybody has eaten. <laughs> I ate a little bit earlier. I'm still hungry. My stomach is growling right now. I know Mr. Everything already had his Thanksgiving dinner. Nope. Right <laughs> yeah. I'm not hungry. I was getting food. That's, why, that's why he keeps looking down at that food that plate. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I'm, I'm following I'm, the video to laugh. <laughs> well, sir, I hate to say I'm going to make you a little bit hungry because now we have Chef Showtime and his. Best damn recipes. Oh, yeah. To, like this week, I made uh, <clears throat> a nice little lettuce wrap. It's refreshing, it's healthy, and it's delicious. You know what I mean? You know, it like it's mouthwatering to the taste. But, you know, I let put the recipe on my Instagram, Chef Showtime. You can find it on there. Any questions, You if you want any recipe, ask me. I got them. All right, all right, Jeff. Show Let me ask you a question: with your with your lettuce wraps, do you provide a dip for that? You know what I'm saying? Is there a little side, little little juice I can dip it into, or is it just? It depends. It depends what kind of which one I'm making. If I'm making like with the with, if I make with the little salmon or the ahi poke, yeah, I can give like a little sweet chili sauce, you know. Or if I'm making it with the beef, I can make a smoke ranch dip, and it comes out mouthwatering. All right, all right, that's cool, man. Uh, so you guys can check out that recipe and more recipes from Chef Showtime on his Instagram at Chef underscore Showtime with the, with the O, uh, <laughs> with the zero in the middle, uh, Chef Showtime. Mm-hmm. Or you can go to the BD uh, Wrestling Podcast page on Facebook and you can check out that recipe. I already got it posted uh, with the ingredients and the way to cook it. So if you're hungry, and you want to make some lettuce wraps, go to the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast page and get you a lettuce wrap from Chef Showtime. 
I might be posting the dessert next week. A dessert? Dessert. Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I love me some desserts, boy. Love me some desserts. Oh, man. Well, fellas, today was a great show. Uh, this is our 10th episode. Um, I'm so happy to have you guys here. If you want to continue to follow what the brothers of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast are doing, uh, you can check out all of our pages below. Instagram at Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. You can check out the Facebook page at Best Damn Wrestling. You can check out the Facebook group at the BD Wrestling Podcast. You can check us out on Twitter at Best Damn Crew, and you can check us out on Twitch at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And if you want to join the Best Damn Nation, go to our Patreon. Uh, www.patreon.com backslash the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. Uh, you can support your boys uh, as small as $5. That's a whole sandwich and some fries and a drink. You can support the growth of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast and get you some merch. We got cups. We got shirts. We got hoodies. We got everything. Everything that you want. So join the Best Damn Nation and follow your boys on our Patreon at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. Or you can follow us on all of our pages. Uh, the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. Uh, fellas, let everybody know what you got going on and where they can find you. Uh, let's go ahead to uh, Mr. Everything. Uh, this Saturday, I'll be in Charlotte. I have a uh, wrestling show going on in Charlotte at the... It's... it's... It's in Charlotte. I'll, I'll shoot. I'll shoot the information on the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast Facebook page. Um, but you guys can follow me on official underscore Mister Everything on Instagram. Awesome, LP. Let people know where they can find you. What you got going on? Ah, just come in and book photography 24-7-365. You can follow me on Instagram on one click photography shoots with an S. That's the best place to see my work, and it's hit me up from there. All right, awesome. And Chef, Showtime, let the people know what you got going on, where they can find you, and where they can get some of your best damn recipes. Uh, I have nothing going on this week, but you can find me on Instagram at Chef Showtime. You can find me on Facebook at Dante Carter or Dante's Kitchen. Awesome. Uh, and I'm your boy, Brian Renegade. You can follow me on all platforms uh, at Brian Renegade. Uh, check me out. See what I got going on. Me and my lady got our own channel. Uh, you can go to renegadeandrio.com. We do restaurant reviews. Uh, we cook. We got uh, our own podcast uh, called uh, Ain't That Autism. Uh, and we're supporting uh, our nonprofit organization, Blue Hearts for Autism. So if you want to go and support a good cause, support people that support people, you can go to blueheartsforautism.com or you can go on my platforms, uh, Brian Renegade, and check out what your boy got going on. Uh, fellas, always great to see you guys. Uh, I'm happy. This is our 10th episode. We're moving up into the stratosphere. And if you're listening to this on iHeartRadio, we thank you for joining the best damn nation. Uh, we have more platforms coming soon. So uh, we'll be on a podcast player radio near you. 
fellas. Beautiful nation. Um, beautiful best damn nation. Uh, let me do the sign off. Uh, Mr. Everything, can you sign us off, sir? Absolutely. Uh, how do we sign off? <laughs> <laughs> We're 10 episodes in, man. 10. <laughs> You're 10. Listen. He's hungry. He hangry right now. Don't worry about it. I got you. Uh, <laughs> you can follow us and catch us on the next best damn wrestling podcast. Damn. <laughs> <laughs>